Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1105 titled The Replacements and we are your co-hosts Lady J and T. How are you T? I am fantastic, dude. <laughs> I I have I have a glass of wine. Perfect. Right? And it's rainy. Well, not rainy, but it's cold. Mm-hmm. Kind of a rainy day. It's oh, yeah. This Mellow. is the perfect podcasting yeah. vibe. <laughs> exactly. How are you, Lady J? I'm good. Now that we're like here and we're doing this, I'm good. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Like this is it. my groove. I feel <laughs> I feel right at home. <laughs> Perfect. But this fucking episode though. Mm-hmm. Like what is happening? But how great is the title? Replace- the replacements. I know. Like right away, you you know exactly what they're talking. You're like, about. who's coming in? Like completely obvious that yeah. we're talking about replacing the Camden kids we've lost. Yeah, and <laughs> and to hear him, doesn't he mention all the kids' names? Eric, maybe. Yeah, like Matt married. Ruthie, this foreign exchange. Like I feel like he's naming yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. like story, but no Simon. Yeah, they don't really tell us what Simon's up to. Like, because we got a we got a clue, I guess, in the couple episodes ago about the shampoo that he's left at the house or whatever. The name. But, what is this name? What's the shampoo's name? I don't know. Fifteen. I'm curious. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like they're. They haven't told us what Simon's up to. Like, we know Matt is dealing with his twins and medical, whatever. He's a doctor now. Mary's doing the teacher thing. That's where Annie's been. Yeah. You know? And um, Ruthie's in Scotland. But, like, Simon's just, like, not around. Which, I'm wondering if that's on purpose. Like, they're kind of leaving the door open for him to potentially come back for a minute. I think he's going to come back. I think so. I can't imagine... because yeah like you said they're leaving his story kind of unsaid don't really talk about yeah, him like leave it vague so that they can retroactively like retcon it or whatever yeah. yeah totally that must be it or <laughs> let's hope that's it because otherwise it's just stupid yeah and <laughs> i'm so happy that annie does come back in this episode it's true i was beginning to think we'd never see her again. yeah i was like, um, <laughs> like did mom run away she's been missing and have you noticed that in this season she's been billed as annie jackson cam like that's never been the case before like she's always just been annie camden but like when you look at the x-ray she's annie jackson camden this season say what now yeah which is like a weird turn like i almost wonder if Catherine was like no listen if i'm coming back for one more season i'm gonna be jackson camden (laughs) like stake her claim or whatever i don't know okay all right whatever yeah but like you can tell like there's like a palpable difference in the show yeah when it's not the camden show like in this episode mm-hmm. this is not the camden show no. this is the random like spin-off backdoor spin-off pilot or whatever yeah. like what is this shit i've never watched the show the fosters I don't even know what it's about, but because these kids come in, I'm like, is this another case of the Fosters? Is this like some random kids that they're going to adopt? I mean, fully, like, that's kind of what they're setting up in this episode. (sighs) Even even up to the point where Annie's like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not looking to have any more kids in my house. And then even she gives in and she's like, okay. (laughs) But does she? Because she kept saying one night, one night. Yeah, but But then, but then she kind of does that thing of like, it is nice because we don't have any kids around and so like it's nice that there's like all these teenagers around again well, or there whatever. goes your comfort girl yeah it's like come on annie Ugh, whatever so basically we meet 
Jane and Redhead, because we don't get her name in this yeah. episode at all, even though we know what it is, but we don't learn it in this episode. So we meet Jane and Redhead, and Jane is played by Sarah Wright, yeah, who we know from, like... I know her from House Bunny. That's the only okay. thing I know so her from. So is she from. not the one that's in She's Out of My League? Is that Alice Eve? I think that's Alice Eve. Like that's a what's her, is that her name? I don't know because I always confuse them. I I know that there's an Alice Eve and I know that there's a Sarah Wright, but they look so similar. Like I can't tell them apart. All I know is I a girl know. that she's out of my league is the same girl that has a movie with Chris Evans that was it was on Netflix. Damn it, I can't remember. Whatever. But this girl I know from House Bunny. Okay, and I and know that she was also separate. in um, Parks and Rec as. Oh. Jerry Gergich's or Larry Gergich, whatever his name is in the uh-huh. end. Gary Gergich, I guess. Um, it's one of his daughters that Rob Lowe's character is dating. Oh. For like half a minute or okay. whatever. She has like only a couple of appearances in that show. It's not okay. like she's a main character, but I'm pretty sure that's Sarah Wright again. Like, I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They're the same person. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so is that racist? I don't know. Um. No, but because we're white no <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i can't believe it went there <laughs> i don't know best um so anyway so they appear and they're at the little mom's home <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah where where lucy's waiting for them to give them a key because mm-hmm. they're gonna get an apartment there whatever yeah. and she's fully put like a pillow under her shirt yeah. pretending to be pregnant mm-hmm. And Lucy catches on right away because they're a little rough around the edges and their answers aren't quite matching up or whatever. Exactly. And Redhead starts like shrieking for no reason. <laughs> like, what, I'm like, what, what is her deal? Like, Le- what is up with this girl? I don't know. All I know, if this girl continues with her random She's things so like weird. this. She's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Like just, I don't know why they did that. I don't understand it either. But here and here's and I don't know if this is like giving anything away or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when I was googling Sarah Wright just yeah. to make sure like who she is kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, in her Wikipedia page it says that she's known for several things, and then she's also known for playing Jane Redhead's friend on Seventh Heaven. Redhead's friend on yeah. Seventh Heaven, which. Means like redhead is obviously the main attraction, right? I guess so. So, but from this introduction, it's, it's all like about Jane. the Jane show. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, because she tells redhead not to speak yeah, and yeah, she'll yeah. do all the talking. Yeah, really fucking confusing. I don't quite know where the show's going with this yeah. whole thing, with this whole dynamic, but there we have it. I still don't understand how T-Bone and like how they know each other. Yeah, it's unclear. Because they're clearly older than him. Like if T-Bone's 15, 16, these kids, these girls are like over 18. Yeah. Because they say that they've been aged out of like child services or whatever. And they have nowhere to go. Like they're basically living out of her car. Yeah. Um, It is sad, but they're not doing themselves any favors by acting the way they're acting. Exactly. They're so entitled Thank you. I was about to say, like, you know, that that same beggars can't be choosers. But I think they can. In this episode, <laughs> yeah. they definitely can. Clearly, Jane and Redhead are. Like, well, Redhead doesn't even say shit. I, mean, I know. Poor girl. And, it, and it, she's almost being painted like she's the moral compass because she's the one who kind of, like, fucks up the deal of getting the apartment or whatever. True. Yeah. Under false circumstances, you know? Yeah. But 
for whatever reason, like basically like Lucy catches on to their shenanigans and then she's like, you're not even pregnant, are you? And then, um, Jane's like, oh yeah, okay, this pillow, I got it from your, you know, office or whatever. Dude, from your office? (sighs) Who knows? I don't, I don't understand the setup of this little mom's home. Like, besides not only the mom's home, how they just break into the church. Oh, that's like a whole other thing to deal with, like, which we'll get into. So when Lucy basically turns them away, because they're like, well, can we talk to to your mom? Can we talk to Annie? Yeah. Lucy's like, well, she's out of town and she's not going to say anything different than what I'm telling you. Like, there's no room yeah. at this building. It's only for moms and blah, 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 blah. And so they're like, meh. So <laughs> basically, <laughs> that's them the whole episode. Meh. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, shit. Okay, well, we know T-Bone is staying at the church, which news to us, the audience. Okay. Yeah. So they're going to go to the church and, like, hook up with T-Bone and try to, like, get in on whatever he's got going on, I guess. You're like, when did they put bunk beds at the church? You have no idea until... This is the thing that pisses me off about this episode beyond just the fact that, like, what show is this? Yeah. Like, there's, like, no explanation of anything. Anything. So much, like, assumptions are just laid out there and we're just supposed to be, like, along for the ride, like... Okay, so now I'm supposed to understand that T-Bone's been crashing at the church without anybody knowing. Yeah, because the locks suck. Yeah. (laughs) Now I'm supposed to understand that T-Bone knows Jane and Redhead. Okay. Now I'm supposed to understand that Jane and Redhead are runaways, question mark? Like, just so many things that are just, like, unexplained Mm -hmm. ever that it's like, okay, like, what show is this? Like, what are we doing? (laughs) It's, like, out of left field, you know? Ugh. Anyway, so then... We cut over to the church where Eric's just doing his day-to-day and stuff, and he's leaving for the day. Mm -hmm. And as he's leaving, these two girls, like, fully, like, like, open the window in his office and, like, jump in. Did they jump in, or were they just literally hiding behind that fucking leather couch? They were behind the couch. They were there the whole time, T. What? How do you miss that? How do you, how did they come in and he didn't see them? And... You're, I don't know. I just unexplained. You're telling me you didn't hear their breathing. Nothing. No, nothing. Okay. Nothing. Whatever. And mind you, so then, so then he leaves, and they like get all comfortable on the couch, and they're like, "We'll just wait for T Bone." Oh wow. Yeah. So then Eric's outside smoking a cigarette and oh, fucking heathens, fucking bitch. <laughs> like useless. Like you, anyway, why does Eric even have an ashtray? Is the question? Did they even have an ashtray, or did they put she it in their can? A, no, she had an ashtray. I think. Oh. And there was like a crystal thing in her hand. No, oh, well, maybe, maybe I made it up. Maybe just like I made up the window. I thing. mean, you know, we don't know what's happening to Eric. The boy, the man might be dying, but he might be enjoying his life right now too. Oh, at the same that's time, that's true. He's we don't like, know. He's just on a whole nother level, Eric. Yeah, we since. still don't know what. We still don't know. Yeah, but apparently Theodore we, does. We know he's lying still yeah. to everybody. But I so he Theodore. goes outside. That's right. <laughs> that is his name. As didn't we predict it was Theodore as a joke? Yeah, you're like I bet it's Theodore. <laughs> T-bone. It's so weird when they say it, especially yeah. when you hear Annie say yeah, it. You're like, like, no, 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 that shouldn't no, come out of your mouth. It's Please, unnecessary. no. 
Um, so then, like, his car won't start. His cell phone's dying. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, all, it's all coming crashing down on Eric. And as he's trying to get his car to start, T-Bone appears. Yeah. And obviously, it's awkward for T-Bone because he was expecting there to be nobody there. Mm-hmm. And for him to just do his normal routine of, like, crashing at the church exactly. or whatever. So he immediately is like, oh, hey, Mr. Cam- Reverend Camden, like, can I try helping you with your car? I fully thought he was going to pocket those keys oh. and, like, run away. Because at some point, he's, like, holding the keys in his hand. And I was just, like, waiting for T-Bone to be a shady motherfucker and, like, run away. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. And so then... Wrong he, show. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so then he, as they're talking, he kind of, like... I don't want to say lets it slip because I'm pretty confident that, like, T-Bone purposely told Eric that he's been crashing at the church. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he could have easily not admitted that. Exactly. And he fully just admitted that. So Eric's like, um, okay, that's a lot of information. Why don't you walk home with me right now? Yeah. And we'll figure out what to do with you. You know, meanwhile, those two girls are just sitting in his office waiting for T-bone. Dude. While Lucy calls and leaves a message mm-hmm. that they fully like, like hang up the phone on because they're like annoyed by her or whatever dude <laughs> freaking they pull the cord out yeah it's like there's just they're just bad eggs like that like all of this yeah. is just to serve the purpose of like telling the audience like oh yeah they're rough around the edges they're not like sweet little innocent girls yeah. you know I mean, they smoke and they break into places and they pull c- cords out of phones and look i smoke i don't do that kind of shit get out of here <laughs> no but it's like that classic propaganda that the show continues to play into of like smoking pot is bad <laughs> like you are a bad person if you smoke weed you know oh yeah you know she has a couple doobies in the car <laughs> I want all the doobies in the car. Yeah. And then he's like fucking dumping them down the disposal. Like now your house is going to smell like weed. Like what are you thinking, Eric? You're like, you never smoked pot, have you? (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Clearly the best way to get rid of them is to smoke them. (laughs) Seriously. Um, The only way to get rid of them. And honestly, are we supposed to believe that Eric has never smoked pot? I mean, he says he hasn't. He he says he hasn't. And he has. I guess one for the team, right? I mean, I guess so. It's like, wake the fuck up, dude. Did Annie have like a traumatic experience with Yeah, somebody, one of her friends died. died. Oh my God. And then she's like, I'll never smoke again. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) I have no words. No. So, but like you said, so as they're walking home, T-Bone basically, like, cuts through all the bullshit with Eric. Yeah. And, like, asks him point blank, like, are you okay, dude? What do you know? I don't know anything, but I can surmise from the fact that you're sensitive about your breathing that there's some sort of health issue, possibly. You do know something. How do you know something? Honestly, I, I don't. You got a few messages to call a Dr. Segay's office, but the nurse didn't say why, so I know nothing. Nothing? Is there any reason why the homeless guy Stanley might know something? Why would Stanley the homeless guy know something? I don't know. I just saw Kev giving him his pants a couple of nights ago. Are you seriously ill? No, I'm not. If this is a bad time for me to be at your house, uh, again, I would... Welcome the solitude of the church accommodations following that to spaghetti supper. No, you just come home with me now. Hey, maybe I can be of some help. I'm a good conversationalist. It's always good to have someone to talk to. I don't want to talk about it. It? So there is something going on. 
Does Mrs. Camden know? No one knows. Except for Stanley, the homeless guy, and uh, possibly Kevin, which would automatically mean Lucy, which may be the reason that uh, they fled the city. They didn't flee the city. So they'll be back tonight? Well, they're staying away for a couple of nights. How sick are you? He won't let it go. Yeah, he won't. He's like a dog with a bone. He also kind of reminds me of Matt. Okay. In a weird, or like trying to fill the space of what Matt used to be. See, I'm I'm glad you picked up on that. Because I don't know that I made the Matt connection. But definitely, I'm getting vibes from T-Bone of like... He has an interesting way of talking and being and comforting. Like I don't know really what he's trying to do. Like I don't yeah. He like just everything that he says, you know, like I'm a good listener and like are you really okay and just like he's so familiar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like bro, I don't even know you. Like what like what's your how is he so comfortable? Yeah. You know, talking to the Reverend, talking about Lucy and Kev mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. Like, it's even like, Eric is, you could tell his face is like, he's looking, yeah. he's like, who are you? And, and and that's why Eric's like so like taken aback because he's like, wait, how do you know something? Like, yeah. who are you? Like, you know, like, where is like just random? Yeah. And, and it's like we sort of said, even when we first met him a few episodes back, like he's kind of playing that, that like, um, angel character yeah. that like um sergeant michaels used exactly. to play where he's just kind of like there and like he and knows. like knows things and is like like the little angel on your shoulder yeah. you know like it's an interesting character yeah he's interesting and to your point now that you've said it like maybe that is kind of filling the matt void because yeah. Matt sort of served that purpose of like cutting through his parents bullshit you yeah. know and getting right to like calm down or what is really going on here mm-hmm. or whatever that T-Bone seems to be doing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to put my finger on it, but it's definitely like new slash different. Slash yeah. Interesting question mark. Because with Matt and Eric, it was always the question game. Yes. But with these two, it's a question, but you're getting an answer. Yes. Be- because there isn't like Matt, is Eric's son. So therefore he's going to hide things if he can, or if he's going to try to weasel information out of his dad with T-Bone. That sounds weird coming out of my mouth. I'm going to say Theodore. There you go. um, He's not like that. Yeah. And I think because T-Bone or Theodore is not family. Yeah. There is a sense of like third partiness. Yeah. Where Eric is willing maybe to, lay all the truth out there for him as opposed to like Annie or Lucy Mm -hmm. or, you know, his own family. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. And so whatever. So then they get to the house and, um, then Jane's there mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like just shows up on the back porch, yeah, and confronts Eric, like, "Oh, hey, is Mrs. Camden home?" Like, blah blah blah. blah. Is Jane supposed to be a mix of Simon and Mary? I don't know. See now, now you're making me wonder if they're if they're trying to make parallels. I never, it never occurred to me uh, to make honestly, parallels. To I don't the want to. Kids. I don't want to. But only because Jane is. Smart like Simon, mm-hmm. like Simon's childhood, like shrewd like Simon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess 
I can't. I can't. With, with a little bit of like a bad streak like Mary or whatever. Exactly. But yeah. I hate saying a bad streak like Mary. I know. Because like poor Mary. Because <laughs> she wasn't bad. She wasn't. It, it was literally she trashed the fucking she gym bad and that's it. upon her. <laughs> Seriously though. Girl got run over and that's it. I know. It was all downhill from there. <laughs> that fuck. What was that guy's name? Michael? Mike? What was his name? It was Michael. Right? Michael, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Mike, Mike, yeah, who cares? Didn't she make out with him in a cop car? <laughs> she did. She did something with Mary. Did some shit. Mary, remember when Mary did that whole like smoking pot and drinking alcohol with those Pete with that oh, couple? Yeah, yeah. Frankie, Frank. Yes, Frankie and Johnny. Johnny, probably. I think, yeah. That Man, poor baby. What a whole lifetime ago that, that was, was. Four seasons. That was a year <laughs> and a half ago for us. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> Anyway, so then Jane appears and she's like a little forceful yeah. and is like, oh, we'll just wait for her. Oh, whatever, whatever. Like, we need a place to stay. Oh, Not it's taking no for an answer at, at all. all. And so because Eric's in this awkward position where like he's already invited T-Bone over yeah. and Annie's not around. So he's like okay fine come in like whatever but like if you're like whatever spot you've got you got to get rid of it no one's staying here for the night if they've mm-hmm. got pot on them so then then jane comes in and there's that awkward moment between her and t-bone yeah which again begs the question what's their history yeah clearly t-bone knows jane mm-hmm. but we never get the full story of how or why yeah and jane even says to i think eric like T-Bone doesn't know everything and he knows less than what he thinks he knows or whatever, which was that supposed to be some cryptic, like we'll come back to that moment. I don't know. Like so many like random things like this happen in this episode where you're just like, as an audience member, you're like, okay, add that to the list of shit. I don't understand. So we know, okay. You and I both know that this Theodore T-Bone, whatever he is, is, is sticking around. Right. Do I don't know, know about, about Jane okay. and Redhead. I do, I'm going to guess that they're also going to stick around, but I don't actually know that okay. for a fact. I was actually curious. Should we find that. out? We should find out. Let's find out right now. I think we should. Okay. It's necessary. I don't know. Because it's like, what I want to I- know now. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned that, I'm now I'm curious. What am I getting into here? Yeah. I know. Because at least like we'll care more yeah. to invest in them. Like, like I, I mean, if you want me to, I can talk shit, but I'm not... I, whatever but i mean listen i'm happy to talk shit regardless of not regardless yeah, of whether or not these people are going to be sticking but are around. you are you i know but are you kicking it and if you're kicking it then maybe i should get a little invested a I little if my gut tells me they're kicking it but let's find out so sarah wright who at the time was going as sarah mason because she was married to some actor person named mason okay um and now you know who she's married to um eric christian olsen what mm-hmm. okay yep say, who, hmm. say what say what no okay so she is she's in 17 episodes okay which okay. is the rest of the season all right okay well that's fine yeah then that just means she's not going anywhere yeah, yeah i can talk shit all i want but now that okay which i'm supposed to give a damn about this character so okay but all the more reason to spend some time giving us a backstory in this episode but maybe that gets laid out maybe maybe May- i mean and we get a little bit of a backstory in terms of her life right yeah. which is that like her dad is a disappearing act only shows up when he wants money yeah her mom met somebody online but he's like a little abusive like, yeah threatens to beat her up but we don't know anything about redhead right we really don't because she doesn't talk she like 
even when she comes, even when Jane like brings her around, yeah. right? Which is like a surprise to Eric, because, of course, right? And then, and then Jane's like, "I'll do all the talking. Like you keep your mouth shut." And so Eric like asks Redhead pointed questions, like, "What's your name? What's your deal?" Yeah, and Redhead's like, "She's doing all the talking." Like, bitch, you're staying here. Like, get your act together. Well, I mean, maybe I'm expecting Redhead to be. There's definitely a story there. There's definitely a story, but I'm thinking that there's going to be something. uh, I don't know. Maybe she's going to do something amazing. Don't you also feel like she's a little bit older? Yes. And maybe more of the traumatic, problematic case. 100%. I'm expecting something really crazy and profound coming out of this one. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. Or maybe I'm speculating and this is not even going to happen what I just said. (laughs) For all we know, it's like not even garbage. Yeah. Yeah. But because she's so quiet, I, and again, moral compass, like you said, like she has this sense of guilt without, without really even saying that she feels guilty. There is a sense of guilt or she doesn't like doing something Some. wrong. So I don't know. And clearly her circumstances are per- perhaps more precarious than Jane's. Yeah. Which is why she's so quiet about her past and where she's from mm-hmm. and how it is that she's come to be on her own or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. For the record, she's also sticking around for the rest of the season. Okay. All right. So T-Bone, Jane, and Redhead aren't going anywhere. All right. They are the new foster kids in the Camden house for sure. Hey, Heavenhead family, are you ready for this? (laughs) Because we're going to do a lot of talking. Like, I (laughs) thought the introduction of Rose last season was as far left field as it was going to get. And these three are so far out of left field for me. Like, these three do not fit into the fabric of this show. Like, I don't understand what the show is anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't no. under like that being said, I did have this moment and it's hard for me to like pinpoint exactly what that moment was. But like, I do get the sense that the show or Brenda Hampton or whatever mm-hmm. is making at least some effort to potentially tackle some like real world issues in yeah. a more real way. Yes. It's not so cookie cutter and so yeah. sweet and s- like give me a fucking toothache kind right. of show. It seems more like grounded a little in, bit like, yeah. reality. Like I have an abusive stepdad. I'm smoking pot. Like I'm a runaway. Yeah. You know, with, with T-Bone, you know, his mom is just a no show. Yeah. Like literally like left him because she was tired of being a mom. He mm-hmm. never even knew his dad. He's just he tries to make ends meet. Like yeah. he really made me sad. Like Chibone is a truly tragic character. Yeah. Who I don't I when I look at what he's doing and how he came to be part of this house now or whatever, like yeah. it feels genuine. Like he's just a kid, you know, he's, he's yeah. got a job. He's scrapes pennies together to like take the bus to the church so he can have a place to sleep at night, you yeah. know? And then in even Eric says, and yet you shared a pizza with my daughter. Like you didn't have to do that. You know? know, like, like he's, I think he's genuinely like this beautiful sort of tragic character. Do you think we met another reverend? Ooh. There's some, there's some, I know that's that's really like kind of thing to say, but he's a helper. Like you think Eric might groom him? 
God, I hope not. Ooh. You know what I mean? But like, um, look, I wouldn't someone, hate it, honestly. I, I wouldn't, but I, it's just, you know, it's Eric. I mean, it would be too much. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But what the I'm show can't do anything with nuance, but thank yeah. you. But what I'm trying to say with this character or with whatever, with Theodore, for someone that has had a shitty, not shitty upbringing, for all we know, it might have been great when he was a kid. We don't know. Sure. Mom left because she couldn't handle it, whatever. Sure. Never met Pops. But, yeah. I mean, how do you, it's within you, right? Like, this guy just, he's like, I'll listen to you. I'll talk to you. I'll help you. Nosy. Sure. 100% nosy. Yes. Oh, my God. He's fucking Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he's fucking Holy Eric. shit. Oh my, what? Holy shit, you're right. Because he's nosy and then he's saying I'm not involved. Like don't Yeah, he's like, he's like I don't know nothing, no, no, you know, I don't know anything. but he knows everything, you know. Yeah, th- that part in the kitchen where you know when Eric looks at him he's like, "Oh, like okay, <laughs> I, I remember that. Like, what's that face for? Why are you so confused?" But yeah, I don't know. I, I, all I'm saying is this, like I don't Jane and Redhead haven't won me over yet, yeah. but T-Bone like fully has won me I over. Know. Like I'm, I'm here to see what, what what's going to happen with this kid because like I, I feel him. Like I, I get where he's coming from. I feel like I understand his motivation because it's right there in the surface. He well, doesn't hide but anything. Also, though, but also though, because the show went there, yeah. the show gave us that with Jane and redhead, they're just showing these like snarky little shits yeah. that like are, you know, like they want what they want and they're like pissed that he put, put their pot down the thing. And yeah, they're like, they're weirdly like ungrateful and yet they know how good they have it because they yeah. have a roof over their head and it's mm-hmm. better than sleeping in their car. And it's like, what's I, your deal, man? But I, I guess, I don't know. I, I think it's self-preservation probably. I guess. Yeah. I mean, who knows what they've been through? Yeah. Like, especially redhead, you yeah. know, Lord knows. Look at us sounding like we give a shit, but they're not real people. <laughs> <laughs> Like if this is a real person, but then I get this conversation. But real for us in the show. I know, right I know. Now, That's how we're you know. supposed to take them. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know. But here's the cr- here's the craziest thing about this episode that we have. Like we kind of touched on it. Everything that we just said. That's it. That's all that happens Mm -hmm. in this. Like nothing actually happens in this episode. It's just a series of scenes of these kids with Eric. Yeah. That's it. That's all we get. And of course we do see Annie and Eric kind of confesses something. Right. So so it's not until Annie comes home. Yeah. Surprising Eric like one night early or whatever. Which I love her. Which she thought she was going to get some hanky panky. That ain't going to happen. I don't don't think she did. But well, no, because Eric says like, Oh man, like I was hoping to like get the house clean, know, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she goes, No, that's why I wanted to surprise you because I knew you were going to do that and I didn't want you to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's just Annie, like being Annie, like, yeah, like just trying to like make a gesture, you yeah. know. Um, and so she comes in and there's all these like kids in her house and she's, she's like, like What the fuck? And so Eric has to like do damage control, you know? Yeah. Because Annie's like, Okay, one night, fine. And then you yeah. deal with all of this in the morning yeah. and I'll deal with Sam and Eric. Yeah. And but then Eric's hiding the fact that he's homeschooling the twins. I know. So he's trying to get her to be like 
he's he's like i'll take care of the twins you deal with them exactly (laughs) eric so she's like what is going on here like Mm -hmm. she picks up what he's putting down immediately she's not an idiot you know she's been around the block a few times she's been married to you for over 25 years i think she should know when you're fucking hiding something so he finally has to be like i'm homeschooling the kids you know i this is i don't know what's happening whatever and annie i think in what can only be described as a moment of grace on her part Mm -hmm. is she has this moment of reflection and she's just like absolutely yeah like we have earned the right at our age yeah and at this stage of our lives we have earned the right to do whatever the fuck we want it's true to have to raise our family however we want yeah to 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 live our lives however the fuck we want yeah so if you want to homeschool these kids let's fucking do it yeah we won't be locked into the you know september to june schedule we won't be locked into the 8 to three thirty schedule yeah we'll make it work it's gonna be fine like she's she's rooting for her husband yeah she's rooting for their lives for yeah. their marriage in a way that's like liberating i look i 100 percent appreciate how annie was behind that However, I do. I'm, I'm just going to throw this question out there. If Eric didn't get emotional, do you think it would have been a different reaction from Annie? Ooh, yeah, because he does that whole like, I just want to spend time with my boys. You know, the other kids, they're already gone. But and like, he gets emotional. Boys, like, he like it's not it's not like crocodile tears. This is like because of we the don't secret know. he's hiding yeah, we don't he's know what's gonna happening. die i'm assuming this man is dead i know that's what i'm assuming he's, this he's, man he's received a death sentence yeah yeah for exactly sure. he has an expiration date unfortunately yeah. this is what i'm thinking so when he gets that kind of emotional i'm thinking it spurs her to be like yeah absolutely let's do whatever we want but again like any good on you because Everyone, anyone can live the life that they want. Who gives a fuck? Forget society standards or whatever. But, but Annie, like to say, like we've earned the right. Like she, she's one hundred percent correct because she has done it the other way. She can actually say, "I have done it that way. I'm gonna try this one." Not to say that you don't, you can live your life the way that you want to. But like hearing her say, "Like I earned the right. Fuck it." I'm like, yes. This is cool. Let's see it. I, I'm curious to see how homeschooling is going to be taken care of in the show. And see, and and I think the sub, so like contextually, she's saying, fuck it. I've raised half of my kids this exactly. way. Exactly. Let's do this. But subtextually, what she's really saying is like, fuck it. Let's you and me live our lives yeah. how we want to live our lives. Like, yeah. The school thing is just the, is just the sort of. Yeah, the the set dressing, exactly. you know, but the real moment they're having right yeah. now is the two of them saying, this is our third act. Yeah. Like, let's do it however we want to do it. Exactly. You know, like we like we've come so far. We've we've been together for all this time. You know, we're certainly in the closing moments of our lives yeah. together. You know, not that they're not going to die anytime soon kind of thing. I mean, Eric, well, is, we don't know. The point. <laughs> she doesn't know that. But, you know, like whatever like she's saying let's just do it you and me how we want to do it because we're yeah. there now we're that's this is our time to do that you yeah. know like when else are we going to do that you know mm. so i don't know in a way 
and and see and bad on Eric for not using this opportunity to just tell her what he knows. It's like it's like he confesses like the half truths, man. It's like he's and giving she, you and some. she fucking gives him the opportunity. She's like, "Is that everything? Are you not telling me something?" Yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, there's hamsters." It's like, "God damn it, Eric." It's ki- it's kind of whatever happened between him and Lucy. Yeah. Again, like half tr- like I'm like I'm telling you what happened, but I'm leaving out the It's like, "Come on, that's your fucking wife, dude." Yeah, like, seriously. what are you doing right now? Like what is, and maybe it's just that he's in denial, and I'll and I'll allow that if that's the case. Either he's in denial, or he's just really scared to tell her of all people because of what it means. I guess maybe, but all the more reason. Like like this is this was she's basically saying this is our third act. Let's yeah. do it, baby. You and me through the rest of our lives yeah. together. This is your chance. And also, Eric, she's your ride or die. Come on, she's your ride or die, and like she is she, that. <laughs> Yeah, undying. Yeah, like, like she's proven this shit to you. Absolutely, and not only is she his ride or die, but like she's like his biggest advocate. Yeah. Like, not only will she be there, but like she's gonna fight for him. She's yeah. gonna, you know, all this shit. And it's like, <sighs> Eric, yeah. I can fucking throttle you right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Um, Stupid. Like, yeah. it's a missed opportunity, really, on his part. And mm-hmm. he's gonna regret it. He's gonna rue the day. Yeah, because now any time after this that he tells her is just gonna be like you lied to me this whole time oh I you know not. what i mean i know i know i can yeah i can like, hear that argument you've been lying yeah. to me this whole time why because that's true she's been gone for a couple weeks right right and so, and so when okay did he fine find out? he didn't want to tell her while she was away chill but now she's back they had this amazing moment together yeah that was your chance guy. exactly come on Ugh, eric dumb it's his own pride it's his own like whatever hubris or whatever you know i don't know for sure um oh so okay so we what we didn't talk about was the whole sandy side of the equation (laughs) (laughs) right because while eric is dealing with these three teenagers in his house fucking what's his name daniel calls him is that the oh, guy that she's yeah, dating, yeah, yeah, Daniel, yeah. right? I think so. Yeah, I yeah. know that Daniel. it's played by Aaron Staten, but mm-hmm. that's confusing because the kid's name is Aaron. Whatever. It's just so weird because you said Daniel, and then I saw Sandy or <laughs> Haley Duff saying Daniel. Okay. Like I saw her yeah, mouth yeah, yeah. say it too. Anyways, go on. So <laughs> he calls Eric yeah. while at Sandy's apartment. Like he and Sandy call, but he's the one talking, and he's asking Eric his advice mm-hmm. of what he thinks about somebody dating somebody who has a kid with another guy yeah. or whatever. And Eric's like, oh, Sandy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not an idiot. And so because Eric is like distracted and obviously like preoccupied by what's going on in his house right now. With a thousand know? kids as yeah. always. And the fucking twins are there and like putting their siblings on blast. Like our siblings never come to visit. Like, yeah. It's like, shut up, stupid babies. Like, you know? <laughs> Go play with your fucking hamsters. Seriously. Jesus and mom. Yeah, let's not forget that those are their names ever. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, I think you guys should just be friends for now. (laughs) Whatever. It like hangs up the phone. So then Daniel and Sandy are left to be like, okay, well, he says we should just be friends. Okay. And Mm -hmm. and Daniel tells Sandy, you call him and you try to get a different answer out of him. Something that we like or whatever. And 
Sandy's immediately like put off by that. Yeah. And Daniel doubles down and starts saying that he's in love Love with with her her. and he wants to be with her. And I'm so proud of Sandy. Like I could not be more proud of Sandy for completely shutting down as he's saying those things and just being like, wait, what now? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what did you just fucking say to me? Mm-hmm. You love me? You don't even know me, guy. Yeah. Like, what? Like, she knows immediately, but he's just trying to get on her exactly. pants. Exactly. And so she fully turns on him mm-hmm. and he leaves. Okay. Yeah. So then she picks up the phone and calls Eric mm-hmm. of her own accord yeah but again it's not a good time because eric is dealing with the shit show at his house exactly and as she's talking to him daniel shows back up at the fucking house yep and he's like telling her all this stuff like i know that i freaked you out or whatever but it's true like i genuinely like you and like i think i'm in love with you and i don't see any problem with us sleeping with each other before marriage and blah blah blah, blah. yeah and sandy's whole thing is like okay but i do yeah. I don't want that. I want I see myself falling in love, getting married before I have sex again. Like yeah. I, I that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And and she even calls him. She goes she goes, "You're a talker. Yeah. You talked circles around me just now and you yeah. tried to talk me into doing something that I don't want to do." Yeah. And like she's not here for it. And Eric's on the phone the whole time hearing He's them like, having uh, this conversation. Guys, I'm here. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm still here. I have some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He literally he's like, I have thoughts. Wait, whoa, whoa. <gasps> because <laughs> fucking and then so daniel like one last sh- like go and this time it works because he's like he's like okay so let's spend time with each other let's get to know each other and you'll come around like i'll show you how why my way of thinking yeah isn't all that wrong yeah. or whatever and she kind of like is into it like she accepts the fact that he's at least willing to like take it at her pace or whatever yeah and so they like kiss and then Martin shows up immediately. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Which I love that little subtle moment of him calling Daniel out and being like, I know you saw me in the parking yeah. lot. Otherwise you would have left. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. It's, I love that he says that. I can't believe Martin is around this season Dude. again. First of all, he's still looking dirty to me. I don't know what it is. He looks dirty. Mm, He's just, you can tell, like, he's filling out. The guy is... Yeah, he's becoming a man. Something. He's not, he's not that little... He's not a cute boy No, like, this guy, like, it's weird. Did he just get a growth spurt in the end? (laughs) he is our age. Yeah. So, 07, 06, 07. Yeah. Like... 20-ish, 20 years old. Like, like his okay. face is even getting bigger. Like, yeah, his yeah, yeah, structure's yeah. Just, I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's right. like bulked up some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't like him. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um. So then, yeah, so then he shows up and he's like, what the fuck? Like, I said the same shit to you. Yeah. And you were like, okay, and now what the hell's going on with this guy and whatever. Dude, okay. And, and okay, serious question okay. about Sandy. If you were her friend... What would you be telling her if you were in that apartment, like just hanging out with your friend? What would you tell Sandy when it comes to Daniel and Martin? I would say that she doesn't need to jump into anything right now. Yeah. If she wants to date, fine. 
I think it's fine for her to date Daniel. I think it's fine for her to date Martin. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Martin connection is something more than just dating him. Yeah. Because of the fact that he's her baby's father. But for their relationship, they can still just be dating right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that it's fine for her to date whoever she wants. I just, I think I'm on her page of like, I don't want to see her jump into anything. I don't want to see her commit to anything right now. Seriously, because same. Because she's trying to get her life off the ground. You know what I yeah. mean? She had this baby like less than a year ago. Like she needs to like get her shit back in gear. You know, she changed her whole career path. She yeah. changed schools. Now she's doing the seminary thing. Mm-hmm. Great. And I want to see her like put energy into that and make that happen as her focus. Yeah. And then she can date whoever she wants, like whatever. Just don't put all your eggs in one or the other basket. Mm-hmm. That's that's what would be my advice to her. Yeah, especially, dude, you're trying to finish up school. Yeah. You have a kid. Like, that's not nothing. That's yeah. a lot already on your plate. That's a lot of stress. Not to Let mention like to, dating like, drama. Yeah, and like comforting somebody else's emotions other than yourself and your son. Mm-mm. No, she doesn't need that. Yeah. It's too much. It's not only, it's too much and she's, she, she, she I don't think she can handle that right now. Like, no. it's going to fall apart. Like, one or the other thing is going to give. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too much on her plate. Damn, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Whatever. Which is not to say that she doesn't have the strength to handle it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I think she does. She, I, ha- she has a lot of... Li- Man, I again, I like her sassiness and yeah. her balls and her she she's going to cut through the bullshit. Like don't play mind games. I like tell me the fucking truth exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I admire it. Let me just go straight to the point. It's how yeah. I am with life. It's how you should be in general. Yeah. It's how you get what you want slash exactly. need. Like she's not going to do herself any favors by like just going along with whatever Daniel says or going along with whatever Martin says. Yeah. She needs to know what she wants and needs for herself and her life, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and then be with the person who compliments that, who, who gives her the space to have what it is that she wants and needs, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. For an episode about nothing, you yeah, said a lot. The, like this, this storyline <laughs> was like so insig- like so minuscule. Yeah, it was like literally maybe like five minutes devoted to mm-hmm. it. All to all. Told. I wasn't even expecting to see them. To be I quite really honest, didn't, yeah, because we didn't even see them till like three quarters into the episode. Exactly. I'm like, it was what? like an afterthought. Yeah, it's like, why did you bring these characters I in randomly? I don't know. It's it's like unnecessary. Not that it was unnecessary, but it was like very felt like an afterthought. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we need to felt like fill time. So let's go check in on Sandy now. Like yeah. I don't know. We can't make it about these uh, adopted kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know that's what's happening. I mean, or I mean, at least right? We're assuming. Because, because in, as soon as Annie and Eric have that whole conversation about like this is our third act, let's do however we want yeah. kind of thing, then they have that moment where Annie's like. You know, I got to admit, it's nice having teenagers in the house again. Like, it wasn't that long ago that all the teenagers in our house were ours. Yeah. You know, and and then they have to laugh at themselves because it's like, oh, no, at some point it was always randos, too. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Like, there's always been randos in that house. Yeah. Yeah. It started with Robbie, I guess. Yeah, definitely Robbie. Somewhere in, like, season two or three. Probably three. Yeah. Right? Uh, Maybe two. 
Jesus. I know. No way. Doesn't that feel like oh. such a lifetime ago? I have no concepts of time. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. It's so crazy. Especially when it comes to this show because... Because <laughs> of how we watched it. Yeah. We yeah. just inhaled it. Yeah. I don't care what um, anybody says. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I get the sense that Annie's softening on her stance. Yeah. That these kids got to go tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think that they're going to be here. To, I mean, living we know her, they're going to be here to yeah. stay, but she was living her best life for a couple episodes. Couple episodes. Then she went to New York for a few weeks. Good on her. She got away. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. And she, now she's back in it. Mm-hmm. Now taking care of everything else. All right. Yeah. Back to laundry load. <laughs> we'll yep. see. I don't know. I mean, really that's it. Yeah. That's what happens in this episode. Like not much. There's, and yet. Yeah. So, such opening of the door to the rest of the season like yeah. clearly i guess like it's weird with this episode i feel like there's a lot of emotional baggage but not of mm, okay some growth in the character not growth in the characters but more like uh, the storyline is progressing but it's so small that it doesn't really matter. Well, here's the thing is the storylines that we've come to care about over yeah. the last four episodes like fall away in this one yeah lucy's story journey of closure and moving past her trauma falls away in this episode yeah annie's journey of living her best life falls away in this episode Mm -hmm. you know like all the stuff that they've been building on all of a sudden hard stop let's introduce these three new characters everyone's gonna care about now you know it makes me question and wonder if this is when they got the call that they're doing a full 22 instead of just 13. Mm, probably. And then Brenda was like, pump the brakes. Okay, you got to slow down the, the train everybody and everybody else, else. Introduce some new people so that we can build an arc for the next yeah. 17 episodes or whatever. I feel like that must be it because probably. otherwise, why would you introduce people like at this yeah. late stage of the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Yeah, we'll see. I hope they don't live to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if this season went so well that the show just kept going and it was like still on today oh my god imagine though just like think about that <laughs> i don't want to it would never end I, i'll tell you what we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now that's no, for damn sure. no. that's for damn sure if this show was still on the air Mm-mm. we would not be talking about it <laughs> seriously no way uh well, I don't know. I feel like, and is there any other stray observations? No. That's going to do it for us. Yeah, man. Yeah. We buried it. <laughs> uh, thanks as always for listening, folks. You know where to find us on the social means. Wait a minute. What? What are you going to rate this episode? Oh, see, I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because you know you don't care that much about this episode. Because nothing happens. It's, it's weird to rate this one. I know. But I agree. I guess I'm going to have to give it two thumbs down because... Like, yeah, what? I know. Okay. Two thumbs down, two thumbs down. All right. Done. All Continue right. on. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, you know where to find us on the social meds. Yeah, um, man. yeah, we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash mm-hmm. the number four heavens sake pod. We've got a couple tiers on there. As you know, by now, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you'll get access to two bonus episodes a month. Um, of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not, which is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, we do you know we've been doing that for a year? What? Yeah, 
There is a year's worth of movie podcasts was our on first, our Patreon. Wait, was, was the first one Death Becomes Her? Yes. And it's already been a year? Yeah. Get the fuck out. I know. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. So oh. there's like a ton of, con- there's like hours of content yeah. on yeah, the Patreon. Guys. Yeah, um, guys. It's really, we enjoy doing <laughs> it. I feel like we're going to keep doing it long after this podcast is over. That's, a, that's, that's like sheer, like yeah. fun time, play time. So if you want to keep us in your ear holes yeah, <laughs> for yeah. at least the foreseeable future, that's patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod. And uh, until next time. Bye. Bye.